0: Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncie on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck-Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, and Millpond Realty. And now Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.
1: Um, you know, I know a little bit about you, and th- you know a lot about microphones, because I see you do your services, virtual services everywhere. Yeah, you'll, you'll do them outside. outside. You'll do yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that's pretty exciting. Um, you're the pastor of the First Congregational Church of Sagatuck, right? That's right. And um, that's right up here on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what, uh, you went to, I see you went to Michigan State University. Where did you grow up?
2: Uh, St. John's, right towards the middle of the state.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. say, that's over by Lansing, right? Yes. Near Lansing. Yeah. Uh-huh. What brought you over here?
2: Oh, the dream to come back to Michigan. Um, I bounced around the country after after college and after graduate school, and I wanted to come back to my home turf, and uh, the pulpit here in Saugatuck was open, and it seemed like ministering in paradise, and so I was <laughs> all about that.
1: Oh, okay, very good. Um, uh, So what made you decide to follow this this path this is i mean it's it's uh, quite a path to follow
2: well gregory we only have like 20 minutes here yeah oh that's (laughs) right (laughs) well i was working in the social work field after college and uh decided to meet god halfway i felt a call on my heart and Uh i was serving in social work and then i went to seminary and then i was just kind of all in for church life absolutely Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm.
1: so it's uh so the, the lord called you then Absolutely. And and uh that's you know, that, that used to be foreign to me what that meant. You know, by the Lord calling you. It's like, Oh, is it on the cell phone? <laughs> yeah, right. Am I hearing voices? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's a different kind of a voice, isn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um uh-huh. I spent a little time in Ireland after uh college and I had one very tangible moment where I felt God's presence. Wow. And that was very much like, oh, I need to do this. I need to go into church ministry. I'm I'm there for this journey, absolutely.
1: Uh-huh. And um so before you were at this church, um you were in Illinois. Yes. Were, uh-huh. yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Hampshire Colony or
2: Hampshire Colony. Hampshire. A good uh, New England kind of reference there. Yeah. Yep. About an hour and a half outside of Chicago on eighty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. And um, and you're married. You just got mm-hmm. married. what, uh, has it been two years now? Or yeah, is it that two long? years. Oh, I'm yeah. good, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Fly,
2: we made it through a pandemic together. Yeah. We haven't killed each other yet. So <laughs> a lot. That says a lot.
1: <laughs> That's great. You're enjoying these days, are you? The snowy days. You like it like oh. that. Oh, I
2: love this. Yeah, I was out uh, driving in this morning. You know, I gave myself plenty of time, but it was just me on the roads, me and the plows. That was it. And it was just twinkly lights and uh, snowy goodness. I
1: like it It snowy too. Peaceful. I was getting ready for the show last night, and I saw two couples walk down Butler Street and it uh, flew open the window. And I demanded, I said, make snow angels, just drop where you are, make snow angels. And they did uh, what we had done the week prior uh, with Ingrid and my friend, uh, Jessica, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and they just dropped and made snow angels right there in town. I just loved it. Have love fun.
2: that. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> such a mark of our town to be able to shout that out the window and have people be totally okay with that.
1: <laughs> um and you also enjoy uh, another fact that I want to point out, because it's also my favorite, mint chocolate chip ice cream. <gasps>
3: mm, yeah. Mine too.
1: Oh, I just love that. Even when I was a kid, I always went for that cone. You know, when the, all the kids, you know, mom and dad bring everybody for your cone. You know, that was the one I always went oh, for. See, I
3: thought that was something you acquired when you got older.
1: Oh,
2: really? Yeah, chip. because I didn't like it when I was younger. Now I love it. That's all I want. Yeah, really? I went from yeah. Superman ice cream preference <laughs> to directly into mint chocolate chip. Yeah, now yeah. I'm hooked. More refined palette right
1: (laughs) right and i noticed that um uh you're cheering for the chiefs i i know i and (laughs) you are a game you're a football fan i know that
2: um i don't play that pay that close attention to sport ball but i do you know i do have some loyalties with the chiefs yeah
1: well, then you're already smarter than we are about the Super Bowl. So <laughs> right. You done. know
2: what's yeah.
3: happening. <laughs>
1: but, it, but you said you're far more – I was reading your uh, your uh, a bio that you gave me, a little bio that I always ask our guests to give me before the show. And um, you're more excited about the puppy bowl. Now, <gasps> oh, does that come yes. with barbecue sauce and rice on the side? <laughs> Or a puppy I'm, bowl. What I is never that? Never
2: miss the puppy bowl. I'm kidding. Bowl. Mm. I'm kidding.
1: That, that might be from another country.
2: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, puppy won't. bowl. Oh. Yeah, quite the joke there, Gregory. Yes. Greg, but yeah, Animal Planet. Love me some puppy bowl.
1: So I've never watched it before.
2: Oh, you have? Oh, it's ridiculous and, it, and now, wonderful.
1: What? What? It's now. It's been going on for a couple of years now, or it's it's something new? Oh, or gosh.
2: they've done it for quite as a long week, as while, I remember. Yeah. What do they?
1: I you're looking at me like I'm an alien, but I, well, I've are. never you don't watched know about it. The puppy
3: boy. Well,
2: it's <laughs> it's a it's to bring attention to uh, rescue dogs. Oh, and so they they feature adoptable dogs from around the country, and so adoptable puppies. And they just put them on these teams, uh-huh. and they give them toys. And every time they run a toy into the end zone, we cheer and we go, we go crazy. Oh, that's hilarious! It's, so it's cute. ridiculous, and uh, it's just for a good cause, and it's a lot of fun.
1: That you now that's on before the the Super Bowl itself, right? Something yeah. on during the day. I'm gonna usually have to...
2: usually about four o'clock. I'm not quite sure. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Look the you are looking at me like, how
2: do you not know? Yeah. That? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: It now that's
3: something important super Bowl. to know I, yeah. you know
1: that's probably why i avoided it before i just kept flipping channels yeah, exactly. you know oh super Bowl. right
3: but anything dogs get our attention right, right. absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so um wanted to ask you a little bit more about the church um mm-hmm. i know that uh music in the park uh you girls last a uh, year before last i keep thinking last year you know for you know, all yeah. yeah. the like I I just feel like, you know, last year was 2019, and 2020 never happened, and so... Time
4: warp, right, (laughs) right. exactly.
1: But you guys had a bake sale, and did really well. Phyllis was on the show, Phyllis uh, Eif from Inner Urban. Yeah, she was
2: (laughs) one of your first guests, wasn't she? That's right, yeah,
1: she was on the first show.
2: Um, Yeah, a couple years ago, we raised a few thousand dollars for our roof project when we were raising money for a new roof fair at the church, but that's all paid for, which is great. Uh Um, So we'll be back at Music in the Park this year, but this time we'll be raising money for our summer mission partnerships. And so we're sponsoring uh, Felma Farm. Oh yes, Lake Town, and then Eighth Day Farm in Holland. They've uh-huh. got a youth growers program, and uh, so we'll be raising money for for their initiatives this oh, this nice. summer. We like yeah. we like preparing the food and chopping up fruit and getting our drinks ready in the church basement. We kind of feel like we're doing concessions, yeah. for music in the park. But it's a great time. Yeah, we'll be and, back.
1: Yeah, and I look forward to those the fruit cups and all your great baked goods as well. When I need a break from running around blowing bubbles,
2: <laughs> uh-huh. we'll be there for you with yeah. refreshments. <laughs>
1: Well, that's great. Um, now, I've been watching, and I've, I've, I've watched you online. What is it? What has it been like, you know, shifting the church experience from having this great congregation to now you're doing everything online? That's got to be yeah. challenging at first. Did you have any experience? Because I have no experience with radio, and I just started doing this. So I'm learning so much, you know, uh, every show that I do.
2: Yeah, when your identity is... Uh, around the gathered body mm, right. and when when what you do is bringing people together in the same place, right. then all of a sudden you can 't do that, and you have to start reimagining uh, church as just church so um, you know i 'm really proud of our congregation because they were so willing to try. Um, We had a YouTube presence before this, and I'm so thankful for that because I knew how to edit videos and upload, but uh, now it's just on a massive scale doing these full hour-long services pre-recorded, which has been fun. You know, we've been ministering kind of... um, in more of a small group setting, little groups of people come in to play music or read or do something kind of theatrical for the service. Uh And we kind of cherish those times of being able to be together cautiously, but we've been uh, just kind of, Embracing the creativity of this time, if it's not going to look normal, then it might as well be fun. Yeah. So we've done montages. Uh, we've done a dance montage. We've done. We did a Palm Sunday montage where we waved palms all over the town. Oh, right. And uh, we've done Christmas montages just so we can see each other mm-hmm. um, on the screen. So you know, I'm just really, really proud of the congregation for being so willing to learn Zoom and learn how to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And they've just been yeah. really good troopers. Yeah.
1: So are your, so your sermons, are they on YouTube? Oh yeah. Is that, so you load them on YouTube and then you share them on Sunday?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Oh, that's great. And yeah. so your YouTube channel is the same as your church name or is it, does it have a different name?
2: Oh yeah. Same as the church name. You can find us at First Congregational Church of Saga Tech Right on, on YouTube.
1: YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great.
2: Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, pick those up on our Facebook page. They're always posted there as well.
1: mm mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Right. Now, the, another a hidden secret about the church that a lot of people don't know. Um, You know, a lot of times they're looking for a parking place and they're driving (laughs) through town. And Mm -hmm. my secret go-to, even when it's busy in town, um, is uh, the lot across the street from the church.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's like a hidden gem there. Even when the town's busy, you can usually get a spot in there. You have a donation box there, right?
2: We do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. We uh, raise several thousand dollars every year just on kind of... Casually asking for a donation for people to park there. And again, that goes to our mission partnerships. Um, Yeah, and it's it's a real hidden treasure. My favorite Saturday is to park in the parking lot, walk down the hill, take the chain ferry, and walk out to the beach, and then take the interurban back. And I just feel like that's kind of a celebration of here <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah that's a, that's a great that's a great day that makes a great day it right. does yeah. yeah so
2: park at the church
1: yeah so um and then um I, we talked earlier i guess i'll bring it up now but um you know before you came on i was telling naren about about the um roco's pizza and that you guys host businesses there and now Rocco's pizza uh, uncle Rocco's pizza
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh started last year right out of the kitchen?
2: Uh, they started after the pandemic started. So I want to say it was late spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. That. So one, that's been one of the real blessings of this pandemic, if I can say that, is that um, this has really pushed along the church's vision to help kind of foster micro businesses and ideas in the community a couple years ago we put in all the effort to license our kitchen Mm -hmm. and so uh, once the pandemic started a beautiful
1: kitchen there by the way oh yeah it's huge yeah it's
2: really great and so um we hosted a a counselor someone doing telehealth during the pandemic they used utilized one of our sunday school rooms it was great and then we had a learning pod there we had a group of uh, eight students and their tutor utilized part the building and then we had two uh two businesses start up in our kitchen including uncle rocco's so they've been making detroit style pizzas they're there uh they're back in the rhythm they're there most weekends now Uh and it's just been a real blessing to have some of these projects and micro businesses utilize our space when it's been kind of quiet for the gathered bodies. Wow, so. that's nice. Their,
1: yeah. their pizza's really good,
2: too. Oh, it's it's really nice to walk in on Monday morning and have the church kind of linger in pizza. Smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right, they order right. in and out of the church, and then they call? I mean, how does yeah, that yeah, work? The yeah, the people uh, Facebook message Uncle Rocco's, and they reserve uh-huh. a time to pick up a pie, and uh, then they come to the side door at the church, and nice. uh, Uncle Rocco's will bring out your pizza, or they, they do some local delivery. Of course, but Brian and uh, Lindsay are—they keep popping. They sell out pretty they much do. every every night that they're. Wow, open. So, we didn't know
1: about that. Yeah, yes, they're looking nice. at
2: like they kind of refer to it as a pop-up kitchen. Okay it's mm-hmm. great it,
1: it is a great pie um, and I think he does it uh, with pans or's uh the Detroit style it, mm-hmm. you know you know what Detroit style is right it's mm-hmm. like that it's kind of like the cottage in uh like maybe Jets is kind of similar the, to right. the mm-hmm. to the makeup it's it's better than Jets I think but it's got that nice uh not not doughy doughy. It's a cooked dough, but mm-hmm. it's a nice crust, nice soft. It's it's it holds up. Yeah. You know, and it's a thicker crust in yeah, Detroit De- style. Detroit
2: style is all about that pan. It's a cast iron pan. Uh-huh. And so you get that nice crunchy Outside, oh, yeah. it's making me yes. hungry. already. I know, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a joy to host them these past oh, probably six eight months. Uh,
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, they just got engaged as well, so yes, yeah, so um. they're a really cute couple. So, yeah,
2: yeah, everyone See? should get a pizza from Uncle Rock. I was to support this this cute little young couple with their <laughs> new business, right? Yeah. It's really
1: nice. And, um, and uh, so what's coming up in the life of the church? We've uh, we've seen. Well, some Lent and Holy Week things coming up, and we're looking forward to, uh, to summer, when, you know, when we can worship and do our bake sales. You guys can do the bake sales at MIT, uh, music in the park. But uh, what, what else is coming up?
2: Yeah, we've got Lent right around the corner. That starts on Ash Wednesday, the 17th of February. And so we've got a really cool partnership coming up with a program called A Sanctified Art, where with a a pod of churches, we're going to be debuting brand new music, brand new art, brand new poetry. And so it's going to be a feast of visual and, and heard um, art, so we've got those that we're going to be launching during our worship services are really excited about that. They make for a wonderful worship partner and then uh on Wednesday nights, we get to zoom together since we can't quite be in person for our usual soup supper uh, midweek thing, so we're going to be reading uh Brian Mclaren's book, uh Faith after Doubt, and so we've got some good programming coming up here for the Lenten season sounds okay. like yeah,
1: it. yeah, um you know and i'm not I'm not familiar. I, I do watch some of the services, but I don't, I'm not familiar with how you practice Lent. Um, uh, you know, I know how some, some religions do. But how do you guys yeah. practice Lent?
2: You know, the Uh, congregational way is pretty simple church. Uh It's low church. It's not high church kind of stuff. So we can be pretty flexible about it. And Uh so we like to bring in creative things like poetry, like uh, different forms of music and visual art. And so our our liturgy is very simple, very kind of plain, but we get to play with it, which is nice. So week to week, service to service, things look different, feel different. Um, Uh We're not quite... Locked into a regular routine with our worship. Uh Um, So we get to have a little fun with our services, especially around Advent and Lent uh, when we have such, uh, or we do have higher engagement for yeah. those holy seasons, uh-huh. we really try to um, put together a quality sort of visual and spiritual experience. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: That's great. Um, but, uh, I think I keep thinking, you know, I'm always thinking food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some religions, you know, you can only have fish on Friday, right? They do that <laughs> kind of thing. You guys don't really do that, right? No, no,
3: we don't oh, that's have those great. rules. <laughs> because uh, we we talk about that too. I was raised Catholic. I no right. longer practice it, but more non-denominational, but more uh-huh.
1: spiritual. But sure. the same
3: thing. I mean, you think of Lent, you think of, okay, 40 days, what am I going to give up? Right. I have
1: of. friends that are Catholic and it just seems like, wow, you're really putting yourself through a lot. And then, and then Everyone that I know, is Catholic. Always cheats. Yeah. My friends that I know. No,
2: on Sunday and, you can cheat, right? right? You can cheat on <laughs> that's Sunday. Silly, yes. Sundays are little easters, and yes. so
1: oh, yeah. okay, that's funny. <laughs> cheat.
2: Yeah. yeah, we <laughs> encourage someone, people, to pick up a spiritual discipline like oh, uh, okay. fasting from. Uh, technology, take an internet See, Sabbath. That. That's a great idea. Yeah, I love that. I
1: think yeah. a lot of people should fast from technology. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very helpful. ways
2: to improve, right? Yeah, to That's, pick yeah. up a book and make that part of right. your, your rhythm. So picking up a discipline, but you mm-hmm. can you can eat all the meat you want on Fridays, I guess. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go well, ahead, Thank Frank. you. Now that you have a fruit, did I feel better now. You can eat meat right. on Fridays now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, you've done a lot for the community as well. Your church really reaches out to to the needs of the community in so many different ways. And I know I would go by the church there, and you'd have masks available for free.
2: Yeah, you know, one of the uh, privileges of being right downtown here is that we can kind of keep our knees bent to the needs of the community and just kind of be open to ideas and what our town uh, needs in a particular time so yeah we had a, a mask ministry for oh gosh through the summer i think we started that in april through the summer and we gave away a thousand plus masks yeah so our sewers at the church uh, they were sewing away so all
1: the ladies were oh, there yeah. so, and they were they were nice homemade they were masks very nice. That's
2: yeah, nice. And,
1: and they were free i mean good they were all individually packaged and uh-huh. put out on like a clothesline all summer long, I'd go by there oh, and they great. would reboot them up, re, redo them. Yeah, I, that we felt that
2: was an important ministry to the community, especially during the summer when we had, you mm. know, every day was kind of a brunch party downtown. Yes. You <laughs> know, the, the tourist season still happened here in Saugatuck, so we wanted people to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of our sewers, I think, sewed probably. 600 masks just herself oh, goodness. that was kind of she looked at that as her job for uh, she gave the back. spring and summer yes, oh yeah yes, it yes. was just it that's was really great. wonderful
1: that's great yeah I know Phyllis makes them and she sells mm-hmm. them as well there it, it is what it is Yeah, and uh, she's made me personal masks as well And uh, uh, they're my favorite because they just, you know, they fit your face, you know, so well. They make them, you know, when you have a friend that makes it, and they know your face, you know, so. If
2: anyone does need masks out there, we do have a stockpile at the church. They are available. We want everyone to be safe and feel comfortable in public spaces. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I know churches always have lots of great high hopes all the time. And as they grow, um, churches, uh, and I know your church, um, is growing. I've seen, you know, I've seen it grow quite a bit since you've been there. Um, I know one of the things I look forward to is hearing that bell
2: yes. uh, ring
1: down. I remember <laughs> the beginning um, uh, uh, when the services weren't at the church. I reached out and I said, ah, "I want to hear that bell." Mm-hmm. And so you've made it a specific point to make sure to ring that bell on Sundays. Yes, and yeah. it just it really made my day.
2: I need to invite Maybe you I... up to ring the bell yourself. Oh, Wednesday. I'd love to. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is fun to ring the bell. Absolutely,
1: that would be. fun. Maybe I'll take on that Giles. Well, that would give me an excuse to come to right, church every yeah. Sunday, right? <laughs> we'll anoint
2: you our bell ringer. Right.
4: For right. <laughs> oh, perfect for that, Greg.
1: What does? What do you think about the future of the church? Where Where you go? I mean, is do you have like uh, some projects and things like that that you guys are thinking about as far as the uh, you know uh, upcoming future? You just fixed the roof.
2: Yeah, we uh, did. And it's
1: a great building. You've got that great kitchen. but yeah. Um, what- yeah,
2: we've got a great building, and we're really blessed to be right here in the middle of paradise. But, uh-huh. You know, this pandemic has really kind of pushed uh, trends within the church, kind of accelerated a lot.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: so uh, this is a time of... Dreaming and visioning for all churches out there because things are going to look different, right? For sure. So, I see the future of the church as being part in person, you know, the local body, and still kind of keeping that online presence that we've built over this past very weird year. Uh So we've got to dream a bit about kind of how to marry those two and bring some validity to the kind of online gathered body as well. Uh So that's going to be part of our road. And, uh, we're just, we just really have our hearts open to dreaming and figuring out what's to come. We've got a group assembled at the church to think about what we're going to look like in six months as we emerge from the pandemic and uh-huh. kind of regather, and what do we want to look like in six years as sure. uh, as things shift in our community? Right. And- um, as the dynamics of the hill and the tourism of the community, as that changes and grows, uh-huh. you know, what's our role right here in sure. the middle of all of that? So we're we're dreaming right now.
1: Sure. There's been a lot of growth in the Saugatuck Douglas area, mm-hmm. particularly the last five years or so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all noticed that mm-hmm. living here. Yeah. Um, so tell me something you do the you do the podcast or the the uh youtube um and yep. different things like that where do you get your inspiration where do you do you, are do you listen to any
2: podcasts
1: or oh, um gosh, you know yeah. that what, what what are you listening to these days <laughs>
2: Uh, podcast wise I'm a true crime junkie I can't say that it, that's necessarily inspirational oh, worship right. writing
3: <laughs> let's hope not
0: right
2: <laughs> I know <laughs> so I've been listening to things yeah. like morbid and
1: uh, oh, well, I, I don't know Father Corey you know he he, should, oh, he certainly true. he writes a lot of uh, murder mysteries and oh. things like that yeah so which
2: I think is cathartic
1: he was on <laughs> he was on Mike's show yesterday so uh, Mike does the uh, that great uh, morning grind there yeah. at, uh, on Saturdays and uh, he was on the show yesterday oh, okay. oh we love
2: you father Corey. you' yeah, uh, keep know. writing those those stories yeah uh, he's, got, he's
1: got some good ones actually he you does. can get them at it is what it is and then he sells them at several other places in town as well uh-huh. so mm-hmm. if you find you can always find him at town he'll sign one for you as well so. yeah
2: absolutely yeah so he would probably appreciate my uh, love of true crime <laughs> podcasts uh
1: yeah so i've been
2: listening to that and i always have some um uh there's a Pulpit Fiction and some other really great sort of biblical exploration ones I listen to a lot, too. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm looking at this question. I'm like, how do I ask this? If you could do the pandemic over again... You <laughs> didn't uh, Not that we want to. Right. What fad would you do that you didn't do that other people were doing? You know what I mean? A lot of people were binge watching. A lot of people were. Yeah. I organized. I went through everything oh, and just You're that person
3: and- that organized. Oh. Yeah. If you said you had more time, you'd exercise and organize. Well, I didn't do either. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> you did more binge
3: watching. I did more and, binge watching.
2: Uh, <laughs> COVID hit me hard, so I went down. Yeah, so right. I did a lot of the organizing too. Like there wasn't a safe closet in my house. Uh, everything got organized, but you know, I did not get on the the bandwagon for making bread.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. A lot of people were making bread,
2: so I uh, could probably use some time to, and you know, improve my bread making skills. I would do that over again.
1: Right. Right. <laughs>
2: Well, Sarah, I want to thank you for
1: coming on to the show. Yeah,
2: thank Pastor you for having me. Pastor Sarah
1: of the First Congregational Church of Sagatuck. Let's give her a big round of applause. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to music in the park and all those great baked goods. And, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you. Um, I'll run into you. I'm going to. Uh, Take you up on that bell ringing uh, <laughs> offer there. We have to yeah, see come that. Yeah, coming up
2: the hill, we'll Get have up you there. ring
1: the bell. Yeah, I have to pull my whole body into it.
2: And- <laughs> I've seen many a little kid ride that bell rope all the way up to the ceiling. Yes, oh, that's what I want to do. <laughs>
1: Again, thanks for being on the show. Uh, we do have to go to break. This is Gregory Muncy. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. A uh, shout-out to our sponsors, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop and Mill Pond Realty. We'll be right back after these messages with the Safe Harbor Child Advocacy of Alligant. See you in a minute.
0: Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92-7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck-Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, and Millpond Realty. And now Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92-7 The Van.
1: my birthday edition this is Gregory Muncie on Saga Talk on Sunday we're high above land sharks and we're looking down Butler Street uh we talked about the weather it's a it's a beautiful it's 10 beautiful. degrees outside there <laughs> it really is gorgeous isn't it it is yeah uh, it's a great it's place really to look easy. down the street now you your husband is friends with this one of the guys that have the businesses here right
3: well yes they uh, met met <laughs> <laughs> We stumbled upon them one evening, yes, and, and yeah, Wilson, we had this uh, little t-shirt shop over there. Yeah, it's called
1: Barefoot Dave's, yes. and it's right around the corner from the uh, Christmas shop, Tux, or uh, the Tux Christmas shop and Pandora store that John St. owns that building, and it's right next door to the t- teeny tiny toy store here. Now, I don't know if you know this, but um, was it last year or the year before, we had a very windy evening yeah, the fall before last fall. We had a very windy evening here one night. The sign came down, and I saw a couple of kids grab the sign and start running up the hill. <laughs> and I'm up here seeing all of this, and so I hightail it downstairs and out of here because I'm, I'm – I'm, those kids, I'm going to get those kids.
3: Neighborhood watch here? Yeah. <laughs>
1: they could have beat the <laughs> crap out of me. They really could have beat me up, I'm sure. Uh, because, uh, you know, I'm an old man now. <laughs> but um, I, t- I, I ran up the hill. I said, drop it, drop it. And and um, they kept running. And I said, you guys, this is a small town. We're going to find you. There's only a few that live here. So we're going to find And when I said that, they threw it on the ground and, and ran. So I saved the sign. I was the hero. <laughs> you hero. And I ran okay.
3: back down. Does Wilson know this story? He well, does too? know. Okay. it. And he,
1: and he buys me a drink every time he sees me. Well,
3: Greg, I think he buys everyone a drink, but you better get two. Oh, golly.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that.
3: He's a fun man. Yeah, he really is.
1: Uh, Valentine's Day coming up Uh, next weekend. We've got the gallery stroll going up and down Sagatuck and Douglas. Uh, All of the uh, participating galleries will be having demonstrations, receptions throughout the weekend. It's something that uh, our towns have done for many years. It's also Hi. going to be President's Day weekend as well next weekend. Okay. Uh, next week on the show, I'm going to have my friend Jennifer Ludwig. She's going to be my co-host. And we'll meet Ryan Heiss, the new Saugatuck City Manager, and get to know him a little bit. He just uh, assumed his position this month. And uh, great guy. Um, uh, great uh, background, too. He's done a lot for Egg Harbor and uh, uh, town over there in uh, Wisconsin. We'll do talk with him. And then we'll have Casey Locker on. We'll be next week as well from Landshark. Downstairs, they're having their penny sale, and today it, that ends. Do you know about the penny sale? I do not. <gasps> really? I have right been sharing it right on time. Facebook <laughs> and everything else, and you have not read. I've been painting. Okay, I don't know how much is left, but uh, they started it on Thursday, and they do it every year. All the locals wait for it. And you buy an item at their regular price at Landsharks, and you get the second item of equal or lesser value for only a penny. Wow. So it's a great deal. Yes. And uh, great stuff, too. And, uh, And then so she'll be on next week. Um, and then also next week, we'll have a musical guest again. I know back in um, uh, December it was, I had a musical guest on. It was um, the uh, James Racer and the Backseat Drivers, and they <laughs> jammed out with us. It was a great show.
0: How fun. Yeah.
1: So I thought, I'd meet, re- reach out to more bands, get more music on the show, yes. have more fun. And so Code West will be here and appropriately for Valentine's Day, those little lovers, Rick and Amy Manning, uh, <laughs> and the band will be here to do a little acoustic set with us, and that's next week. Can't but play. our next guest is getting ready to hit the dance floor, so we need to bring down that disco ball if we can do that. Oh, <laughs> here they come! Oh wow, look at them move! Wow, wow. they it really got the move. <laughs> Let's give a big hand to Lisa and Lori from Safe Harbor Child Advocacy of Allegan, and let's find out more about you guys. Hi, guys! Welcome to the show.
5: Thank you for having us here today. Yeah,
1: uh, speak into the mic. Yeah, I know. It, it's an it's a, it's a old-fashioned-looking kind of mic, but um, uh, we made sure we sanitized everything. I'm looking at you through the glass here. So um, thanks for sharing my birthday with me.
5: Happy birthday. <laughs>
1: and thanks. They brought me a muffin from Isabelle's, and, uh, and thank you so much. I will very much enjoy that. Um, I appreciate it. Um, first, let's get one thing straight. And I'm having a hard time with names today. I've been working on Nairn's. You got it. Very good. So Forty years later, you have school, it now. High school, I called her Nairn. Yeah. Um yeah. everybody did. Um, and now, uh, Lisa, I have typed your name, I don't know, your last name, I don't know how many times. And I think I have it right without having to look at it. You've got a great name. Yes, um, uh, let, me, let me say Anagnostopoulos.
4: Very close. It's Anagnostopoulos. Oh,
1: Anagnostopoulos. Uh-huh. oh well, okay.
4: good. Anagnostopoulos. Oh, okay. That's good. you look at it, it
1: makes sense. Yeah. So, so speak of, in the mic. Yeah. Just to make sure now you. Now that you look at yeah, it, it sorry. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, and uh, and then Lori, um uh, your last name.
5: Encoviac
1: and koviak and koviak didn't make it easy for you today did we greg (laughs) mike over at wine cellars he's one of our uh mike uh, gustaitis he's one of the board of directors for sadaba and he reached out to me and said hey you need to reach out to these guys and um and i'm surprised i didn't know as much as i should know about all the great work you guys do you've been around for quite a while safe harbor children's advocacy center there is in downtown allegan is where their office is right now and has been providing lifeline to victims of child abuse and neglect in allegan county and that 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 includes the saugatuck douglas community since 1983
5: that is correct
1: wow wow that's older than me (laughs) what's so funny (laughs) I only shaved 13 years I wasn't (laughs) right Um, uh, so um, and and uh, and uh, I know both of you are with the organization Um, uh, Lisa how long have you been with the organization
4: I've been volunteering for about two years now
1: two years now Mm -hmm. okay all right Um, and and then (laughs) and then Lori
5: I've been the director there for about 13 years
1: wow that's a long time um uh what brought you to work with um work with this organization what brought now this is a nonprofit, right
0: it is oh I know
1: what that's like (laughs) it really takes a special person that can do a little bit of everything right so do you find yourself you're you're posting a Facebook you're answering an email you're shoveling the driveway you're uh designing a new flyer you're you know it's like you know you're you're every department right
5: Absolutely. Jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, it does take a special person. And so you're the director. And then, um, uh, Lisa, and what is your role?
4: Um, I am this year working on the Lifeline Committee. So I started working... Oh, could,
1: could you speak up just a little bit? Sure. I'm sorry.
4: That's okay. Um, I'm working with the Lifeline Committee. So I'm helping with fundraising for the gala, which is on April 16th. And my thought was living in our community that I wanted people to have more awareness because as I kept talking about Safe Harbor and CASA and what they do, I just kept getting a lot of blank stares. People weren't really aware in our area of all the services that we provide, so I wanted to be that link and connection to Sogatuck and Douglas since I live in Douglas.
3: I had no idea either. I started reading. I'm like, this is an amazing program. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah it
1: really is. And what services do you provide?
5: So I'll take this one if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what services are they? So we do a lot. We start with prevention in the schools, and we teach children about safe and unsafe touches and how to identify a safe adult to tell about any unsafe touches they receive. Right. And then we also train adults because it shouldn't be the children's job to keep themselves sure. safe. So we train mandated reporters. Those are teachers, doctors who are required to report suspected abuse. And then we train adults in general um, what to do to how to protect our kids in general community settings and in our own homes. But then we also create a safe environment for children to share their story of abuse. So we bring law enforcement, child protective services, and the prosecutor all together for their investigation. The idea is that... um, With the Children's Advocacy Center, a child should only have to share their story of abuse one time. Uh And in other communities that don't have that service, a child has to talk to both law enforcement and then Child Protective Services and then the prosecutor each time sharing their story. So we bring them together.
1: Yeah, that way they're not reliving that experience over and over again.
5: Absolutely. Uh And then we also provide therapy and medical um, body safety exams through Helen DeVos Children's Hospital in Allegan. The doctor actually comes to our center, and there's only six child abuse pediatricians in Michigan, and Uh we have access to one. No child or family ever has to pay for the services that we provide. So they get their therapy, a medical exam, all for free. Oh,
1: that's great. Wow.
5: And then we also run the court-appointed special advocates program, also known as CASA, where we train community adults and volunteers to speak up on behalf of children that have been removed from their homes due to abuse or neglect. And that really helps to provide one adult that that child knows is speaking on their behalf in the court system so that they don't get lost, and it also provides permanency sooner rather than um, a longer court case. So a lot of times when there's a CASA volunteer involved, the child is in care less time.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, you guys are a great resource. Now, um, So you work with our local schools as well?
4: Um, um, Actually, that's another reason that I wanted to get involved is that I realized when I started sitting in on some of the committee meetings is that we are not in the Saugatuck public school system yet. So I know that we've tried over um, different years to get in. And I did just um, email Mr. Nidlinger, Hopefully I said that correctly.
1: Uh, the uh, student uh, uh, the principal, uh, principal over here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so
4: I sent him some information yeah. yesterday, um, sent some information out to the school board. Uh-huh. Um, I've been talking to a lot of parents in town who are like, wait, this is available to us for free to our children? Um, Why are we not taking advantage? So that was when I first kind of came in the door and started talking to Lori was my biggest push. Like, I want to see this resource because there are kids in our town that may need these resources and just the education for the teachers um, because it may have a child after having someone come in feel comfortable going up to the principal or going up to their teacher or therapist and saying – Hey, this is what's going on, right. and help, I yeah. need help. Right, help and, and
1: abuse isn't just in the lower income communities; oh, it, no. it's right. everywhere. So
5: it absolutely is every social socioeconomic class that we have in our communities. Uh huh.
1: Sure, sure. I, I think that's a misconception that I've read before sure. that a lot of people assume that you know uh, if you've got less resources there's more chance of abuse or and you know things like you know crime and all that but but it's pretty around uh, any gamut around here even the lucky lucky communities you know that are blessed uh, and with
3: education I mean that that it would happen to many but you're able, able to identify it if you educate everybody you know, those few that do.
4: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And Mm -hmm. like when I do talk to people around here, I think we all sort of live in this bubble that we think we're in this, which we are, we're in this amazing, beautiful town um, with a very close knit community. And how could that possibly be happening here? But you're right. Once you're educated, then you can see if maybe a friend in a different neighborhood is suffering or um, as you get older, even, you know, bring that knowledge to college when you're and becoming an adult. So I think it's really important that we push to get this program into our schools. Sure. And I do want to add
5: one thing we also talk about is online safety. Um, Many kids might not be abused in their own home, but it could be at the hands of a family member. And it also can be through online. We see a lot of situations where kids who don't understand the dangers of being online and talking to somebody they don't know right. um, and how that can really um, escalate into a very dangerous situation for our kids but, so and, we do talk oh, about sure.
3: that Oh, that's so common I have a 13 year old daughter I scare her I'm like that cute little boy could look different so don't
1: <laughs> talk to him <laughs> Absolutely. I've got a friend who's got a daughter about that age and um, she's just taken every device away from her like she unfortunately she can't have a phone she can't have an iPad um, she does have a school iPad, um, but they make those safe. It's just for school work. It's not for uh, uh, checking out social sites and you know being able to meet up with strangers. And,
3: I think it's important to educate them. I don't want to take that away from my daughter. I want her to know what to do and what not to do. So you yeah. know, if I can trust her to do the right thing, I don't have to take anything away. So sure. it's like to start when they're young. And scare them.
5: It's the education, yes, (laughs) (laughs) along with the constant conversations between parents and their kids. Um, That's what I constantly advocate for, for our parents, with our kids. Um, Kids are smart with their devices.
3: Smarter than me. Yeah.
5: (laughs) There are things that I'm like, I didn't even know those existed until you have the conversation with your kids. And so it's that constant conversation and just checking while giving them a a little bit of trust, but also having those conversations.
1: If I had children, they wouldn't have TikTok. Oh goodness! My
3: not, daughter has it. Uh, yeah, uh, she has it. She's I, oh, smart right. about it. I would <laughs> go insane.
1: Um, and I'm I sure. Would. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's one of the many tools that predators will use. Yes. Um. To uh. To find uh. Victims. So you now you're talking with this school here, and you'd like to reach out more. You do currently work with other schools, and uh, you work with the Fenville School District,
5: or we do. Which, we- we work in Finville, Allegan, Otsego, Plainwell. Um, we also um, sometimes in Hamilton as well. But we provide all of our services to the schools for free.
1: That's great. Your office is right there downtown Allegan, right? And yeah, yes. And we, we were talking um, uh, uh, Allegan. The downtown area has a social district. So you can get a a little cup of beer or a cup of wine, glass of wine, and you can peruse the uh, shops and the streets downtown. Now, are those streets closed off to traffic, or is it just – allowing uh the the open drinking in just that district
5: just that district and it is a fairly small district um thank goodness our agency is just one block away from the district so we're (laughs) able to stay out of that
1: (laughs) all right exactly oh lunch break i need to go on i'll be right back (laughs) um uh so um but uh but i'd heard i know here in this town we've had the outdoor patios which are great now the restaurants are all looking towards march and april and wanting to do that again so that that those ideas are coming back here again about the possibility of that we see that it's been successful um have you guys had any have you heard any like reports or incidences or anything like that since it started or
5: no not not anything that i've heard of and it's fairly new still so um i think that people are just excited about it right
1: and you did it you passed it like right around winter time right like around christmas time i remember i'm like well finally now that it's snowed in, <laughs> but that'll be happening throughout the summer in downtown Allegan, right? Yes, it will. And that's, that's great. That's great. Um, there's another question I want to ask. Where do you get your money?
5: That's a great question. Because, I mean, it,
1: it, that's not – you're talking about you, you involve um, uh, medical, uh, all of these services. We all know they're not free
5: they are not free we do get some government um grants okay but i will i want to give a shout out to west shore where they have routinely yes. uh, supported us every um year through their white party yeah and we are on their cycle and so we really appreciate that but we really ra- need to raise at least seventy thousand dollars through our lifeline event mm-hmm we rely on community support and those individuals in the community who understand and who value the services that we provide to be able to give that we, there's a lot of things that grants don't pay for, um, such as, you know, executive director apparently isn't really that important.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, I know that. (laughs) But you know, the lights apparently
5: don't usually fall under grants as well. So you kind of have to have the lights on to help to provide that safety. Right. Right. Right.
1: Right. You haven't always been in the downtown office? Where were you before that?
5: We have been there since the early 2000s. Okay. But we are actually right now working on a capital campaign because Parago donated a building for us. And in turn, the hotel that's supposed to go into downtown would really like the space across the street, which is where the building is on Brady Street. So we are looking to build a brand-new building and hopefully raise – About $500,000 to to build a new space. We are currently in a 2,400 square feet, Uh and we are planning to build around 7,000 square feet, which would allow us to serve all of our kids at the same time to provide all of our services. Right now, we really have to limit the number of kids that can be in our building and especially with COVID. Right. Um, but even before that, we just don't have the physical space. So we are hoping to move just still in the city of Allegan, but uh, by the middle school.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: We need to get the word out. Yeah. This right. this
5: fundraising going, right?
1: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, now, Uh, We talked a little bit about, but tell me a little bit more about the Lifeline Gala. I know that's coming up, and, you know, how can I get involved with that fundraising event and all uh, more details about
4: it? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be on April 16th. Um, I believe it starts at 6 p.m. We are selling virtual tickets, um, $75 a couple. So, for instance, I and a bunch of my friends are all going to buy tickets and gather yeah, safely at my home, and instead of, they'll provide a box of food if um, you would like that with your ticket, or you can say, you know, we'll donate the food back, so all $75 will go oh. back to the organization, right. and then you do your online bidding.
1: And I'll make my own pizza.
4: That's what I was saying. I'm like, <laughs> we'll do a potluck at my house. Bring your right. wine, and we'll, we'll I'll have, have fun. a good time.
1: So it's going to be a live virtual experience. Yep. Is it a Zoom? Are you doing it through Zoom? Or are you doing it through... Yeah.
5: Probably through Zoom we still are kind of figuring that out, but um, stay, look at safeharborcac.org and that will be where you'll find a lot of our updates and our Facebook page, which is Safe Harbor Safe Kids. And if you look at that, that will be where we'll continue to post all the updates for our event.
1: So that's a .org, right? Yes, .org. Harbor CAC. CAC. Yes. Okay, safeharborcac.org. Uh, Tickets are $75. For
4: virtual and in person. Is it the same? And
1: how many people will be in person? Are you still working on those details? Of course. It will depend on
5: what the rules are at that point in time. So we're trying to do a hybrid event um, and be prepared for whatever comes our way then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, that's great. Um, I'm definitely going to plan on going. Um, and it uh, sounds like a lot of fun. And maybe I'll, have get my support, yes, I'll get some friends over here. I'll get some friends over here and we'll make a, a, a evening out of it. I know in April... Um, it's still kind of an early time of the year so I know a lot of us locals feel like you know it's kind of still our town you know Uh, of course we love sharing our town with everybody and we encourage that because that's what we do Uh, but there are times like in the early spring and like right now the dead of winter where it is nice to
3: have a little bit
1: bit of peace and quiet right (laughs) so that sounds like fun I'm gonna get Kimberly and CJ to hang out on that day too and uh, we'll we'll do a potluck too that sounds like a lot of fun so it's a um, it's gonna to be a um a, a live auction
4: right right a, si- a silent auction silent by, auction by raffle tickets so right. if you see something you want to bid on like we did just receive a very generous donation from um the Grand Rapids Opera oh. for vouchers so yeah. you get to pick whichever opera you want to go to uh-huh. um and say so you want to vote on that then every you want to vote four times it's fifteen dollars per ticket per
1: bid yeah per bid
4: yeah um So what I'm trying to do right now, and it's, I know, the worst time um, to be doing it, but I am going around to local businesses seeing if we can get little donations, more, like, experiences. Maybe a weekend getaway? Yeah. Something, Uh,
1: anything, you know. I
4: think I might have that for you. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, 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 that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, I've just been... um, kind of emailing people that I know or, you know, Facebook stalking people that I right. don't know, like you, and saying, hi, sure. please put me on your show. Right. Um, <laughs> this kind of stalking
3: is good.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to get you an application because you're a nonprofit, and for only $50 you can get on the map and get all the benefits of a Sadaba member, which means 10 free e-blasts that can go to not just our members, but our big list of people that subscribe to our newsletters to help you spread the word. So we're, we're going to get you back on board. I know you guys a few years Ago were members, and we kind of lost contact. So we're going to get you back on board this year.
5: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: right. So, so we'd like to help advertise that as well. And uh, as we do, as we get closer, we'll certainly mention that here on the show. And uh so excited to reconnect with you guys again, so sounds like a great program.
3: Yeah. sorry, we need it, but it sounds like you really have it together. So. um
1: Thank so you. We, you kind of said how did the pandemic how did the pandemic affect your services? You've got a small building there, mm-hmm. and I know you bring the kids in a lot. so um did you have to have appointments? Did you have to?
5: Yes, we've really had to change the amount of time um, and the number of kids that can come in to the building during a day sure. because we really have to sanitize after they come in while we do ask them to wear masks when we talk to children we want to see their facial expressions and really hear them of course um, so when they're talking about their abuse to our interviewer we do ask that their mask come off right. so that means we have to sanitize that whole room before another family comes in we want to make sure that our facility is safe so that means we only get to see about three children a day oh. at most usually it's about two uh-huh. um, and on average before that we would see four children for a forensic interview, each interview takes generally about two hours Uh between talking to the parents, talking to the child. Um, So it's it's a long process, so we really... it takes a lot of time to sanitize in between each family, and we can't provide therapy except for one day a week mm-hmm. because we need to do all of our other services. So it's really affected how, how often we can mm-hmm. provide services to kids, and that's awful because to tell them, um, you're going to need to wait another week before you can come and tell us about your abuse. It, that's yeah. just really not okay. Yeah. So right. we do everything that we can in working the extra hours to make sure we are still providing that essential services for kids.
1: Right great, great, great well i I'm, I'm so glad that you guys came on the show um i I feel like I learned so much about I that for sure have last learned, week yes. we had Allegan County Community Foundation, and we they talked about the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they give away in scholarships and 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 all the help they do um and it's great to let everybody know because I, I think you know like you said yet and that's another organization where it's just gosh, they do so much work and you need a good pat on the back, you need for sure you know you need that for sure. So, um, so it's been great to have you guys on the show. What, what, what are your goals for this year? Do you have any, other than we talked about the building, you want to make a half a million dollars. <laughs> uh, That's a big goal. <laughs> it is. You know, uh, Sadava, we're just uh, going through the process of getting our gaming license. We found out as a nonprofit that we could do that. Do you guys have, have, do you have yours?
5: We do have ours, um, but we haven't used it just because it takes so much for us and we don't have as many volunteers to run that. But um, really we have our lifeline in building a building, Um, but in building our building, it's also talking about making sure we have all the services in place to provide those for kids. So making sure all of our services are up to, to par, but then building our building is our big thing this year that we have going on.
1: Right, right. Well, I want to thank you, girls, for being on the show. I can't believe we're already at the eight thirty hour. I feel like we
4: got to went by that,
1: didn't it? Um, uh, oh gosh, cross my fingers while I try to say this again after I get my lesson. <laughs> Lisa Anagnostopoulos. That
4: was even that was even closer. Was it's that... Anagnostopoulos.
1: Anagnostopoulos. Yes. Okay. Well, it's all Greek to me.
4: Right. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and and then finally, Lori, uh, Aunt. I remember the aunt.
5: Koviak. At <laughs> Very good.
1: Hey, girls. Thanks for being on the show. Um, you're more than welcome to come back on the show as we get closer to uh, your gala, and we'll stay connected. Before you go, I've got an envelope for you, so you can fill out some information. We can get you on the map, and again, and uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Hope you have a great Sunday. And uh, thanks for uh, teaching us about everything uh, about Safe Harbor Children's Advocacy Center there in Allegan. And what's your website again?
5: Safeharborcac.org. dot org. Uh huh.
1: And and you can also go to your Facebook page, uh, Safe Harbor, uh, as well. And we'll be sharing that on our uh, Facebook page soon. So.
5: Thank you so much for having us, and happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thanks (laughs) for
1: the muffin from (laughs) Isabelle's. I can't wait to have it. Girls, have a great day. Thanks for coming on. Let's give them a big round of applause. Lisa and Lori from St. (laughs) Harbour Children's Advocacy Center. I have a feeling they'll be back later in the spring. Big goals. You're going to meet them. Yeah, yeah. We know. I think so. These girls look like they're capable. I know they will, yeah. Uh, This is Gregory Muncie. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. We'll be right back with Super Bowl trivia. Yeah, and and some other fun things. (laughs) So stick around. Grab another cup of coffee. We're going to spend the last half hour just having fun With my girlfriend and our uh, sound guy here, CJ, and uh, with some Super Bowl facts and some other fun articles. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. You know what year I was born? 1970. That's a long time ago.
3: A long time. 50.
1: Yeah. 50s.
3: Yes. How does that happen?
1: I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, you know, I, I was looking, I started looking back like history in 1970. Not a lot of fun things. I, <laughs> it was not a very good year. First of all, politically, that's when um, Richard Nixon was going down uh, with uh, uh, his uh, Agnew, his, um, his uh, the vice president, right. Spiro Agnew. And uh, a lot of controversy with him. So he he stepped down before uh, the Watergate stand- scandal. Well, well, and that
3: not much has changed here. So. <laughs> so I, I'm like, in a lot of ways, a lot of things yeah. are the same. Fifty years later, here we are. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> that old adage, things don't yeah. really change, do they? Right. Um, uh, we're going to get ready here uh, shortly. We're going to do um, Super Bowl. Um, uh, uh, but uh, what, wait a minute. What's going on? Oh,
5: oh my gosh. Happy birthday. Uh, happy
1: birthday. birthday! Happy
4: birthday! Gregory. Oh
1: wow! Well, oh my birthday, gosh! Does it, Erin? Well, oh my! I didn't know you were coming. I know. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> well, You're thank sur- you so much, Erin. Thanks for coming out. I've got You're this welcome. delicious box of donuts. Oh my goodness! They, don't they look good?
4: You don't have to share them if you don't want to.
1: I'm not gonna share them. So. So I'm gonna settle right here. Sit down with us.
4: Oh, are you sure?
1: Yeah, sit down. Okay. Take off your mask. Okay. Have a little talk with us. Okay. This is Aaron. Um, how do I pronounce your last name? Because I don't know how to say anyone's name now. Molenhouse. <laughs> Molenhouse. Aaron Mollenhouse. Speak something. in the microphone.
4: Oh. Aaron Mollenhouse.
1: <laughs> She's the sister of the infamous Molly Miller. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh yeah, she didn't want me to mention that. no. <laughs>
3: Now they know. I'm kidding.
1: Um, I, I saw Lincoln yesterday, um, and um, and uh, and uh, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Um, You're
3: we're,
4: welcome. We're going to have
1: a little bit of Super Bowl trivia. So, if are you uh,
3: going to help us out?
4: Probably not. Okay. I, I actually hate football.
1: Oh, really? Oh, jeez. I mean, between the three
4: of know, us. You know, like when we talk about the Super Bowl, are we talking Wedgwood? Right, exactly. Right. In the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Is it Wedgwood? Is, is it Crystal? Yeah, is Super is it Lenox? 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 right. Yeah. Exactly. It's not Lennox. It's Lenox. Whatever. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> one thing I know. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on. I don't. If you want to stick around, you can. Thanks for the donuts. You're this welcome. is wonderful. We will,
4: we will stick around for a minute, but I'm going to let you get back to you. You and
1: you and, you and your Saturday. handsome man Jake will be back there.
4: Yes.
1: Um, uh, uh, and uh, you're going to watch and and wish us luck because I have no idea what CJ's put together here for us. Oh my gosh, that's exciting! Because love we are we are now getting ready for it. I think it's time for Super Bowl trivia. Is today, <laughs> go easy I don't on know us. if I'm going to be ready for this. So <laughs> Super Bowl's coming. You know, my favorite thing about the Super Bowl is the uh, halftime show. And, uh, and uh, I remember um, uh, some of my favorites. Uh, what are some of your favorite halftime uh, shows? Do you remember Madonna?
3: Yes. So uh, that was what, her.
1: 2012 or about six or seven years ago, I think. She did a great job. That was one of my favorites. Um, uh, th- there's a couple of, of course, we all remember the infamous um, <laughs> yeah, I know what Janet you're Jackson yeah. and Justin Timberlake. I love um, Janet Jackson. Remember those. And, you know, there's always been a big, a lot of headliners. So when the people go on, you know, it's, it's these big headliners. And this band I heard, you know, it, this is, I'm so out of it. And I heard The weekend is playing. And I'm like, the who?
6: Craig, me too. I had no idea. He doesn't even
1: spell it right. And, no, right. and And I'm like, what is the who the, you know, usually it's somebody like, you know, Rolling Stones. Right. Or the, you know, somebody that's really accredited, been around. And then so I listened to that song and I'm like, oh, it's that song from TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I know that song, you know. And and uh, uh, but uh, but uh, they'll be doing the halftime music, the, probably the only part of the show that I'll pay much attention to, um, right. as well as the commercials. Um, uh, interesting things I found out about the commercials. But I'm going to wait until after trivia to maybe share some things.
6: Okay, so we have to flip a coin because. As a reform degenerate gambler, you, you can bet on anything. So I've already placed a bet that it's going to be heads for the game today. I was say Flip say. Can, <laughs> you can bet on how long the, the so you're guessing that it's going to be heads I, for the game today. Yes. So do you have any money on that? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so you're <laughs> I'm betting on how long the national anthem is going to be sung. Really? Oh, goodness, CJ. So we've come up tails. Oh, so, see, so you lose. Oh, well. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it doesn't bode well for my bet. I didn't even flip the
1: coin. (laughs)
6: You flipped the coin. I I, I put together these questions. And then you quickly put the coin back in your pocket. I I don't even know what kind of coin it was. So, so, <laughs> so I, I put together the questions. They're not so football related. They're multiple choice. So, I so you were easy you on us. Chance. I think uh, I'm uh, easy on you. The They're pretty different. intuitive. Okay. You sent me the questions. I spent about not even five minutes did, looking at did, them. I don't think you did. I didn't. And I didn't send you the answers, So I know you no, haven't. Started. And
1: I sent the same questions to Naren. Yep. It's true. Okay. Uh, because I wanted her to have a heads up. Yeah. However, I'll <laughs> let you know I did not study. I said to no myself, problem. oh, I'm going to study these tonight. Yeah, yeah, never it happened. It. I know. So we have did, five... you did you study?
6: Mm, we you?
0: Us... No, okay. no, no, I'm not studying. I'm okay. like, oh, what is we this? We
6: have thing? five questions each. Okay. And okay. We'll, we'll see what the score is at that point. We have the bell, f- if you're right. Are they
1: multiple choice? Multiple choice, A, B, and C. Super Bowl. Okay, so this is all Super Bowl related. It's all
6: Super Bowl related. What time is the Super Bowl tonight? Uh s- it's all day on TV, I'm sure. But yeah, I think I sure it's like it six thirty. Probably six thirty-seven. Yeah. I looked up the Puppy Bowl. It starts, it starts at two. That's uh-huh. most
3: important. Yeah,
6: yeah. No, no. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, couldn't bet on
1: that. I just learned what it was today. I didn't know. Sports I just kid. thought, I thought it was a dish from Asia. You know, I, I didn't.
6: know. oh Puppy Bowl, <laughs> Got <it. laughs> Yeah, we'll oh, talk so about so that joke yeah. later. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you lost the flip, so you get the first question. Oh goodness! So
1: first question goes to Naren.
6: Twenty-two thousand people will attend the Super Bowl with three thousand, thirty thousand cutout figures in the sands. They're giving away free tickets to some healthcare workers, but how much is the average price of the tickets that are being paid for? A five thousand five hundred and eleven, B fourteen thousand
3: one hundred and ten,
6: or C eight hundred and fifty seven. A wrong. It is $14,110, <gasps> the average price. It be the most expensive because they're so limited on the number of tickets because it's only going to be like 17000 paid tickets. That's crazy to spend a bunch on a ticket. I know. Wow. Last year. 15000 Your answer was the answer for last year. Oh, it was $5,500 okay. last year.
3: So it went up in a pandemic. Okay. It's, it's triple.
6: Almost triple. Okay. How many cutouts of people? 30,000 cutouts. Do people pay to be that I, cutout? I don't know, I don't know that.
1: Or is there going to be a bunch of Donald Trumps there? I mean, what's going to. Um, you know, uh, I uh, not imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
6: I, we'll stay away from that. Yes, topic.
1: Let's not go
3: there. Your turn. I'm in my happy place.
6: Right. Exactly. <laughs> the Super Bowl will be broadcasted in eight, uh, 180 countries and 25 languages. How many people are expected to tune in? A, 50 million. B, 85 million. C, 110 million. So this is worldwide. three, two. Don't give me a – Stop it. (laughs) He's out. Stop it. (laughs) Don't give me – Oh, you need to follow. Repeat the question, please. Repeat the question, please. Repeat the question. (laughs) How many people will be watching the Super Bowl today? 50 million, 85 million, or 110 million? I'm going to go with worldwide, right? Worldwide? hundred and ten. That's correct. <laughs> Ooh. Off to a good start. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Easy guess.
1: <laughs> football.
6: Uh, so while they're watching, what will be the cost of a TV commercial uh, f- for this year's Super Bowl? A, two point five million. B, five point six million. Or C, seven million.
3: Oh goodness, I have no idea. Um, C.
6: Uh, I was going high. I, I five point six, <laughs> B. It's oh, same, Five point 6, six million okay. for billion. a thirty-second s- spot.
1: And... I heard it's the first year that uh, uh, that Budweiser will not be having a commercial. Yeah. Yes,
3: I. Even though I do look forward to their commercials, I do.
1: I, I, everybody I loves those them. Stales. Yes, stales. Remember the one with the the little puppy dog,
6: and oh. it was the they had the relationship. Oh, yeah, so that curable. was
3: adorable. We all cried.
6: cried. <laughs> Okay, your second question. The Super Bowl is the second food second biggest food holiday in America, mm-hmm. only behind Thanksgiving. The most the foods that are most eaten are pizza and blank. A. Hot dogs and sausages. B nachos. C chicken wings. Pizza and chicken wings. C. Oh I think he studied.
3: <laughs> I didn't. It. Oh, I didn't study. <laughs> you know it all you
6: well um, i don't know well you touched on this one so this is uh, you've been easy so far, so to, far. To, i mean I, okay. I did those were all those pretty were, yeah yeah uh where am i at
1: i don't know why are you asking me where we weekend will
6: is the performing the weekend show like we talked about what show had the most viewers for the halftime show a the rolling stones b katie perry or c bruno mars a c oh, goodness. katie Katy
3: perry Obviously, Katie I didn't Perry? study.
6: Katie Perry yeah, had. That's good. Katie Perry had 112 million viewers. See, a I would prefer Katie. It Perry. It was I would have,
3: but I would have thought for sure yeah. the Rolling Stones no, been I, more. I. Yeah.
1: Well, you know the teenagers. You know we forget about them. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> you know they probably all wanted the Katie. You know they I that,
6: like Kate. they like that Katy. I love I do yes. too.
3: She was fun. Yeah. Fireworks.
6: Okay, okay, so I have a tougher one for you now, Gregory. Uh-huh. Uh, the Super Bowl will have a first for women.
3: Why didn't you give me that one?
6: <laughs> yeah, she's the one. Yeah. I which a, which <laughs> of these is the, a first for women? One of the team's kickers will be a female? One of the in-booth broadcasters will be a woman? Or one of the referees will be a woman? Uh, C, referee. I knew that one. <laughs> Line judge, she's okay, done a okay, pretty good job. I
3: think
1: why, she's done a good job. I didn't know that, oh, but okay. I'll tell you why I guessed that. Um, first of all, I know there's already been an announcer. You, I, you can't tell me there hasn't yeah, but, been but a not female. F- not for
6: the Super Bowl. There hasn't really? been. A, not in booth? No. Never in the nope. booth? No. Nope. Oh, see, that's
1: hard for me to believe. And, but <gasps> there is
6: a there is a college kicker that uh, kicked this year, so it's not too far from having a female kicker in the NFL. Possibly. I
1: figured if there was going to be a female kicker, I would have heard about it by now, because I think that would have be made better, bigger news than a female referee. I could be wrong. Could you, be. Think.
6: Well, you got it right. Could What's your score? You're three. You th- you have three cards. Oh, am I winning? You are winning. I think it's. Oh, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> you are a football This is also a first for the Super Bowl. Uh, which one of these things is, is true? The, there's the first team playing back to back Super Bowls, A. B, they're playing after losing their first two games. Or C, they're playing in their home stadium. C, C, C. <laughs> There you go. On Got the board. On uh-huh. the board. I Tampa Bay is too. playing in Tampa Bay Stadium. So we'll I didn't see know how that. that. They've and been that is the first time
3: a home, home te- team played in their home stadium. That's state. correct. Right.
6: Yeah. right. That's fun. Okay. Uh, uh, number four, the Detroit Lions have never gone to the Super Bowl. Shocker.
3: <laughs> That's uh, not a shock.
6: How <laughs> I many I mean teams have not appeared in the Super Bowl? How many teams have not appeared? I don't even know how many teams 30, there are, there's period. 32 <laughs> there's 32 teams. There's 32 teams. There's 32 teams. All together. And, and I'm asking how many have not made it? The Out Detroit, of 32. The, and I have gave you Detroit, so there's already at least one. So okay. answers are A, 2, B, 3, or C, 4. I'll go 4. 4. Detroit, Jacksonville, oh, yeah, Cleveland, That's and Houston.
3: That's pretty
0: <laughs> sad. Detroit, I
6: did not. Four. I, <laughs> I did not for this. I don't sure, 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 sure yeah. you didn't. Well, we're getting close. Uh-huh. Uh, Super Bowl is being played in Tampa. The... High temperatures can be like 73. Four cold-weather cities have hosted the big game. Minneapolis, Indianapolis, New Rutherford, New Jersey, and blank. A, Chicago, B, Detroit, or C, Boston? Oh,
1: 06. Yeah, we remember that because Detroit finally got pretty fun. again. Do you remember? remember? The- yes. They put all that money into the downtown area, and it's been going it up ever beautiful. since. It is beautiful, Yes.
6: Well, Detroit has hosted it twice. They had it at the Silverdome yeah, in 1980. 80, yes. Uh, it was San Francisco. Yeah, that beat was out in the- That wasn't really Cincinnati scary. Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question, what is the name of the trophy presented to the winning team? Oh. A, <laughs> Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes, B, yes. Vince Lombardi Trophy. Or C, the Gray Cup. Wait oh. a minute. Oh. oh. I you was going to say, say the Heisman. Heisman.
1: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Is, that football? Is Heisman's football? <laughs> yes, oh, no, it's, okay. football. it's college football. It's college football for a player. Okay, okay. so I think most of my friends would think that I Five, would say the cup, four, uh, but it's not three. the cup because I know that's hockey. Um, and I only know that because that, that hockey cup was here one time. Uh, on the star of Saga Tuck. They brought it to Saga Tuck as they did their little. Uh, oh, I uh, remember that. Yeah.
6: i made a, I've, uh, had a So I've had an adult like beverage out of the cup at one yes, place in Detroit. That's I a good time. That, right, right. right. Um, uh, so the question again?
0: Yeah. The, the
6: <laughs> answers are A, Stanley Cup, B, Vince Lombardi Trophy, or C, the Gray Cup? The gray, It's not the Gray Cup. I go to B. Vince Lombardi Vince Trophy, Stella. correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Gray Cup is the trophy for the CFL Championship. Yeah. Canada, Canadian yeah. Football yeah, very Sammy good. good. I, you you won yeah. Lombardi, Wasn't that... very nice. He was the coach of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh, first, it wasn't the, 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 the Liza winner. Minnelli's dad. Wasn't that Liza Minnelli's dad? I don't think so. Oh, okay, maybe he, he won the first two. That Super was a Bulls. different
1: or I, okay. I don't know.
6: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, thank you for letting me run your show. Your uh, the. Uh, Game show is fun again. You Thank re- you for yeah.
3: exposing our football knowledge. At yeah, least mine.
6: <laughs> no, we're really smart. So the the game, smart. the game
1: starts tonight. Did you know? Um, you know that uh, this year on Super Bowl Sunday, Americans are expected to eat twelve million slices of pizza.
6: Wow. I, I believe it. Million. I was going to use some of the questions like how many hot dogs, but with the pandemic, they have less people in there, so I felt uh, it may be factually incorrect, some of the old stats. Uh,
1: uh, listen to this. Uh, 11.2 million pounds of potato chips? Mm. That's a lot of That's potatoes. That's a lot of potato chips. That's just crazy. That's on one day. Uh, and this is this is Americans. This isn't all around the world. Um, 1.23 billion billion chicken wings, as we saw, you said a pizza and then chicken wings, 8.2 million pounds of tortilla chips, and get your bladders ready, uh, 325.5 million gallons of beer. Wow. So lots of lots of festive stuff. Um, I, I, I guess that's my favorite part. When I go to friends and it's a Super Bowl party and... Um, I know you might think it's typical but you know my guy friends are watching the game I'm usually in the kitchen with the ladies chatting yes uh having the snacks
6: mm-hmm. chatting that kind of thing so my my super bowl viewing has changed it used to be the big parties and like that where there was a the separation but even that became too much of a mess I I <laughs> I want to enjoy the game so I'm usually a small party where people are going to watch and listen and Maybe cheer and throw things at the TV sometimes, but uh, not as big a party right. as things when I was 20. Oh, so it. You know what the uh, it's so it's Super Bowl LV. Yeah.
1: So oh, okay. It's your yeah. your sure. I. So yeah.
6: You're. You're like Lee now.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. L. I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i, I don't it's know roman what they're numerals yeah oh yeah, right I know. I know that so um you were talking about you timed the american anthem is it extraordinarily long i don't remember it, it always
6: is because all the singing divas will they take that last note and carry it mm-hmm. out for the flyover or whatever is going That's on True. so it, it's a, i always take the over uh whitney houston one of oh the best. That, wow. I, I won that bet Oh, did you? Oh I bet, you got... I bet on Whitney going over, and I, that was correct. She so did. She went over, and it was like 114 seconds over under. It's gone up, so the over under is now even higher than that. Well, so how
1: do you? How long is it supposed
6: to be?
3: Well, Who? Well, I didn't even know people timed it. CJ. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
6: absolutely. <laughs> this is a thing. Oh, oh absolutely. That's <laughs> yeah. my, my. I I have a parlay on what the, the coin flip, and then the song length. You ever make money on the song length, and then lose money on the game? Oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs>
1: the
3: it's, song length is probably better
6: odds, right? Right. Well, yeah. Well, it's one-to-ones, but, right. but yeah, it's, it's, it's just more fun. It's more fun.
1: Mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm. But I used to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl for, like, 15 years yeah. with a bunch of boys. So it was a good time.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Oh, we'll see if I watch it or not. You know, it is my birthday. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what I want
1: to do today. You know, I always think about what what I was going to ask you, Naren, Um <laughs> you name <laughs> You'll get
3: it in the next oh, fifty Nair- years. <laughs> you can blame my
1: mother. For that. I, I will. You
3: can I will when I see yes, her. Yes.
1: Did she, I think she commented on one of our uh, posts. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh huh. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at her. <laughs>
3: it's your fault.
1: It's your. This is all your fault. Right. I couldn't even say your name. Go ahead. Um, me. what was your? Remember, uh, you know, going back to birthdays and stuff like that. What was your favorite birthday as a kid?
3: I'm gonna tell you. Not even as a kid. As an adult, fifty is big for me. I just think you're in a good place in life. I think. Yeah,
1: uh, I had a great birthday last year. Don't, don't you? You're I
3: really just, did. I mean, I, I think you're just in a good place. You don't mm-hmm. care about much. Things are simpler. Mm-hmm. You just um, enjoy the small things. So, yeah, a 50 was a good
1: birthday for me. You I spent
3: guys... the day in Key West with my friends. Oh, now,
1: that's, <laughs> uh, that's what I want for my 51st birthday. So, yeah. So, if anybody wants to, you know, charter me a jet, you know, private jet or anything. Yeah,
3: we'll take you back down there and yeah, show you a good time. i
1: down there. Okay. Uh, Julie? <laughs> um, uh, 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 but um, but uh, wanted to mention you guys had a lot of similarities when 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 uh, when you guys met uh, yes. C J. Yeah, a be lot be from the same neighborhood good, from the east side of the grew state. All the same
6: area. Yeah. Uh,
1: she knew some of the people working at your at the McDonald's sure, there Black yes. Rock. You know one of those restaurants that every. I remember when they first built that McDonald's. It was shortly after my dad built our house there on Donsey Street, and uh, it was the. Um, uh, my birthday, 1977, turning seven years old. Uh, and they just opened that McDonald's and I had my birthday there. Oh,
3: you Mc- remember that wow, one? yes.
1: I do remember because, you know, my mom was addicted to the camera. You know, she was one of those moms. Remember how they were back in the seventies? And I mean, pictures With the all the time, the little flash, the flash oh my gosh. And before she passed away, um, she put these boxes together for all of us kids. And I came across that photo of me, and I, I do remember that birthday because it was, and I remember the outfit that I just had to have for my birthday party. <laughs> And it was gold velour. A Shocker!
3: Why does that not surprise me? Uh, At seven, Greg. Oh, it was
1: beautiful. I wish I still had that thing. Um, and, we wish you could wear it. Then I had a gold-plated G, you know, with oh. a necklace, way before the rappers. G dog, yeah. yeah. Is way before the G dogs, the yeah. G horses, uh, or um,
6: Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav, yeah, right? Flavor Flav in his clock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. Right. Um what what what's one of your favorite birthdays that you remember?
6: Well, so I was I was you asked that I answered or I was thinking about it. Yeah. I I think and I'm going to give the I think we really had a good birthday for my wife this during the pandemic, which was ever, sort of early in the year. And you came over with balloons in your fourth uh, oh, of yeah. July. Soon. So mm-hmm. we really had a really nice day with her in the front yard and socializing or just or we did. Had harassing lots of neighbors. Uh, yeah. a lot of neighbors stopped yeah. by and wished a happy was, birthday. That was very fun. But me personally, uh, 50 was good. I think 40 was good. Uh, Any birthday's good, right? You get another year.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Um, But uh, uh, you know, living here downtown here, um, I really don't have to plan anything for my birthday because everybody already knows. And well, uh, you have
6: a radio show broadcasting that's your birthday. That's true,
1: right? That's, well. It helps. A time or two, um, you might have said. I've got it was all this cake. I've got donuts. <laughs> yes. um, and uh, another shout out there to uh, Abby over at Cookies on Call in South Haven for this delicious cake that yes. we'll be sharing here. It um, uh, looks absolutely delicious. But you know, there's always stuff to go on go on here in town. We've always got events and things going on. Um, and uh, we've got. Uh, I saw. Guess who's coming back to town? Have you ever seen this girl, Dixie? No, nope. uh, she's she she does these shows. She's the Tupperware Queen. I, I know she uh, uh, the Dixie's Tupperware Party. She'd come here to the SEA and do this big. She's it's a drag queen. Oh, and how fun! And she's got this southern accent. And I remember she'll come through uh, town. And I remember she did a couple of promos. And she did her Tupperware party. And then she had another show. Something like Trailer Park, something, and she had her like trailer and she did this <laughs> great uh, she, she kind of came out of the yeah, box the of her Tupperware. Yeah,
6: SEA had a show. Well, she's back. she's hilarious.
1: I know I took my mom to see one of her shows one time when my mom was around and uh, and just loved her. I, I was surprised to see uh, my mom have such a good time. I thought my mom would probably think, ah, you know. They're uh, fun. Oh, Dixie is a lot of fun. When will she be She's here? Doing Dixie Happy Hour. It's going to be a virtual event, and um, it's uh, from the creators, like I said, of the of uh, the Smash Off Broadway tour, Dixie's Tupperware Party. She traveled all around town with her comedy and uh, and selling Tupperware at the same time. Um, she uh, uh uh, she will have her show here at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts, where you can buy tickets. Um, and uh, it'll be April 1st uh, through the 3rd, 2021. Tickets are only $35, and um, you can go to sc4a.org. That's another one of those .orgs to buy tickets, and so then you'll get that virtual experience be available from April 1st through April 3rd, so that's going to give us something to look forward to. Right now, the Sagatuck Center for the Arts is doing their um, virtual um, hempy keyboard series, and those are around twenty dollars a show. And you can also check those out on there. They've, they've, uh, Center for the Arts has done a great job, you know, keeping programming going. They had outdoor concerts last year, um, so I know that it was quite a challenge for them to have to close their theater. Um, and uh, we, sh- we certainly missed all the plays and the productions. The We, we uh, like the bring.
6: films, the real to real feel, film series they do over there. We've gone to a couple of those that have been pretty good.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh
6: huh. Um, so let's see.
1: Uh, what else is going on here in beautiful Saugatuck?
6: Well, I'm a little laid up. I've, I've injured myself recently. Shark bite. It's- Okay.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, I wanted to mention this. So, here's the thing. I real quick cuz we we got to go. And oh. and but but real quick, I I wanted to to let everybody know how fun this was. Your wife works for the emergency center at one of the local hospitals and uh you had just gotten done plowing, right? Yep. Or Sh- shoveling uh, snow. shoveling snow, not plowing, yeah. but uh uh and uh and decided to uh, take a little dip in the hot tub. How'd that go?
6: Well, did the hot tub was good. It was getting out that there was a a slip and a misstep and an injury and fourteen stitches later. Oh, goodness. Show, uh, yeah. Showing up at the hospital to have your wife laugh at you. She's telling them to make them cry as she's in the hallways <laughs> as I was getting stitched up. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She didn't I, give you. She doesn't give you a whole no, lot of grace. No, but, but I, that's the way I like it. We got to
1: keep you in check. So there you day. go. Right i um, uh, but, but I'm no, doing okay. You didn't really tell the story the
6: way... I know, I know, but I looked at the clock and I said, i got to get back to my <laughs> soundboard. I Maybe we'll, Sound have,
1: we'll have another time for that. Because... We'll
6: have a new, new contest. And we'll yeah, yeah, I guess there. you're
1: saved by the bell. Thank you. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome, or thank you. <laughs> I want to <laughs> welcome you to the end. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in to Saga Tuck on Sunday and sharing my birthday with me, getting to know Pastor Sarah Turlow from the First Congregational Church of Saugatuck, and then Lisa and Lori, we found out. There was a lot of great, information, great information about Safe Harbor. Oh, uh, they do. The word out. Yes. Isn't it funny yes. to find out all of these resources that, you know, you just don't hear about Such all the time, but, but we do constant work in the area. Next week, you stay tuned here to Saugatuck on Sunday, 7 and 9 a.m., right here on 92.7 The Van. My co-host will be Jennifer Ludwig. She's one of my uh, uh, local friends here. She also works at Green Coy. I just found out. So oh. I'll find out more about Green Coy. I guess <laughs> maybe she Should bring some samples I don't know I don't there's think there's always she traffic out I don't know there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, and then after that um, it'll be fun to meet uh, Ryan Heiss he's our new Saugatuck City manager and he was just hired uh, recently, and um, and we're excited. Uh, to, I work with our city managers over the years, like Kirk carrier and others, uh, uh, the ones uh, that has filled in as well um, on events and things like that. Um, so anxious to uh, uh, move forward and work with him as we go into music in the park and other events coming up um, and helping our business owners. Um, and then we'll also have Casey Locker from Land Sharks, and she'll be on as well and uh, her friends actually her and David uh, from Land Sharks they've got good friends Rick and Amy Manning have a great band put together that played at Music in the Park the, la- the year before last called Code West so we'll have a musical guest next week wow. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody again for joining us I'm going to get busy on this cake from Abby over <laughs> Happy at Happy birthday
3: Sato. to you! Thank you, thank
1: you and uh, thank you for tuning into Saga Tuck on Sunday we'll be here next week, don't forget to check out our Facebook. Don't forget to check out our podcast. Those will be up in about an hour or two at 927thevan.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for joining us this morning for Tuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 927 van.